everyone. Welcome to Big Brother Breakdown with Myla Octavia, the podcast where we break down the Big Brother game, TV episodes, live feeds, and BB Twitter. So let's get into it. I'm recording this episode recapping Wednesday and Thursday night's episode that took place with Kylan's eviction. So to start things off, um, first of all, I do want to highlight the segment that Big Brother did. I love when they do these segments of Kylan sniffing the food. That was just so hilarious and so weird and strange to watch. Now, I must admit, I have dealt with my fair share of food sniffing friends, but I have never seen anything so intense as Kylan's habit. Um, I just thought that was a great segment. But jumping into the episode, um, of course, Xavier won veto, um, and it was, you know, he was struggling with whether or not he was going to take off Aza so that Aza could be the one to evict Kylan or if he was going to allow Big D to do it. Honestly, I don't know his obsession with why he wanted Big D to do it so much. I feel like if he had any doubt that Big D was going to follow through with his plan to evict Kylan, he should have just secured um, his, his assurance, if that makes sense, that Kylan was going to go home by taking Aza off and giving that power to her, but he just seemed really intent on giving it to Big D. They didn't show all of this in the episode, but I did watch Sunday night's feeds, and they were showing a conversation that took place between Big D and Kylan in the kitchen. They were kind of arguing and going back and forth about soap. It was a really weird conversation all while Aza and X were on the couch lounging and Aza stroking Xavier's head and they were making comments about how Kylan is condescending and X said something about how Kylan talks a lot to the point where people just get exhausted and just agree with him even though they don't Um, and that he has a tendency to make himself be the person who's always right. Which, had he been paying attention to Britney when she said it, when Kylan was HOH and Britney was on the block, that's what she was saying, that he's very gaslighting, that he comes across very condescending and talks down to people, especially when he's in a position of power. I do think that we've seen him, um, out of necessity, humble himself a bit when he doesn't have power, but for most of Kylan's HOHs, he takes this position of, like, I don't have to share information Um, And of course, it's Big Brother. You want to be cautious about the information that you share, but he does it in a very arrogant way. So this was just on brand. It's just interesting that X is just now seeing it or from what we're seeing just now um, saying that he's seeing how condescending Kylan can be. Um, But nonetheless, Big D struggled with, you know, his decision Aza did tell Xavier, and they didn't show this, but they did hint at it in the TV episodes, that Aza did tell Xavier to his face that she would by no means be taking him to the final two. I mean, who would be, other than Kylan, who would be trying to take Xavier to the final two? I mean, no one stands a chance against him. And even Kylan, who would have a chance against him, would be better off taking someone who he could definitely beat. Um, with that though, Xavier still wanted to take Aza, obviously because he probably knows he can beat her in the final HOH, um, or if, you know, if Big D so happened to win that he would definitely be taking X and he's loyal to the guys. He has a final two with them. Aza seemed a little surprised, speaking of the final twos, that 
Big D had a final two with Kylan and Xavier, not her. And I mean, if someone doesn't have a final two with you in the game of Big Brother, assume that they have a final two with someone else. It doesn't matter what sort of unspoken loyalties, um, you know, <laughs> you may have established with someone, unless it is a Rachel and Brendan, Jeff and Jordan type of situation where you are seriously dating someone in the house. Um, not, not a Brittany Lane, no shade, or whoever we've seen in the past, um, Memphis and Keisha situation, you do not have a final two with that person. Like it, it's very rare that you don't have to explicitly acknowledge a final two with someone. But um, nonetheless, um, Big D did finally make the decision that Xavier wanted him to make, and he chose to evict Kylan. And can I tell you the history that has been made on this season on multiple levels? I don't think we have ever seen someone stay in the house that long after being evicted. And I was surprised that Julie didn't jump in sooner to break up the conversation. Maybe she was like us and we, she kind of just wanted to see where it was going to go and how far it was going to go. But that was some juicy tea and a juicy moment. Kylan, in true Kylan fashion, you know, was making smart comments and undercut comments regarding Xavier's nephew, intentionally trying to antagonize him. I feel like Xavier had a lot of self-control to be able to be so close to Kai and not put hands on him. Um, but Kai was just being smart. People on Twitter were saying that, you know, Kylan definitely wants to speak to the manager now and uh, would not be surprised if we saw some at CBS tweets coming from Kylan for the edit, air quote on edit he got while he was in the house. Um, but it was definitely an interesting episode to say the least. Okay, so I'm going to do something that I have never done before on this podcast, and that is pull in my husband, who is a new Big Brother fan. He hadn't watched the show at all prior to us getting married two months ago. But since we've gotten married, of course, because I watch so much Big Brother, he was kind enough to uh, humor me and sit down and watch it with me. And then he developed his own love for the game, and he has gone back and watched a few other seasons, season 15, season 12, and now he's on season 13. Um, so I want to bring in his perspective because he is a casual. He's not plugged into the feeds and Twitter and knowing all the ins and outs, but he does have a great love and appreciation for, for the game in his own right. And he's actually, in, well, he was <laughs> an Xavier fan. So I wanted to bring in his perspective about what's been going on and why, <laughs> I know people are cringing right now, why he was a fan of Xavier. So babe, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, first of all, let me say that I wasn't a fan of Xavier, okay? But I enjoyed watching him play the game. But yes, I'm Isaiah. What's up, y'all? <laughs> so tell us, why did you enjoy watching Xavier play the game? So I enjoyed watching him play the game because to me, and from what I saw, um, it seemed like he was playing the game with some sort of integrity. Um, I also like to see him be strategic. And I thought that he was very capable of winning a lot of competitions, yet he strategically chose not to do so. And that's the way that I would play the game. Um, I think that when you go into <laughs> the house and you're, you're, you're winning a, a, a ton of competitions, people are going to look at you like a threat. And um, in order to, and I mean, on top of that, people already think that we as black men or black people have more um, athletic ability. <laughs> 
I'm not trying to be funny. That's real though. I never thought about that. That's real. You know, um, so so playing it down and not winning as many competitions really kept him under the radar. And I thought that was a, a, a brilliant thing to do and very strategic. So I, I enjoyed watching him play the game and only win when he felt like it was necessary for him to win. Uh, and other than well, that, he stayed, he stayed, he stayed out of the mix. Now, wait a minute now. I do have to jump in and acknowledge that I know many of you listening to this right now are probably cringing and maybe even screaming, do not turn us off because I know that there has, there's been some disagreement about whether or not Xavier was really throwing all of the competitions that he claimed to have been throwing, um, and to what degree he was throwing competitions if he was. So I just want to acknowledge, we do not know for sure and we do have our doubts <laughs> regarding whether or not he was truly throwing every competition he may have thrown some of them but not i we don't think it was every competition yeah, no, like he not, claims that he he threw not everyone not everyone but i think it was a, a large handful and I also want you guys to know that Isaiah thinks, with the exception of the most recent veto competition, every time they, they Julie introduces the rules for new competition, Isaiah's always like, that's easy, I could do that. And I'm like, okay, babe. Even Bowl Arena, like, it, the ones that we know, like, okay, it looks easy, but we know from watching other people play is difficult. He thinks, like, I can do it. <laughs> so, um, so I think that there's merit to what you're saying about Xavier, though, being um, a decent competitor, you know, at least for sure now, but also having some strategy. I think you mentioned before that he um, seemed to be very in control of his emotions, and that is important, as you've seen from watching prior seasons, seasons of Big Brother, especially that, you know, people, when they react emotionally, um, it can really affect their gameplay. So those are all great merits. However, um, it was, I think for the fans, because initially I liked Xavier too, like episode one, <laughs> maybe two. I was like, okay. But uh, once we kind of seen, you know, some of what we were seeing, I was like, mm, I don't know about this brother right here. Um, but ironically, speaking of character, um, you now are not a fan of his because of character. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, like I said, I, I initially thought he was playing the game with some sort of um, like integrity and morale. And he seemed to me to be you know, pretty honest about um, his intentions. Uh, obviously, he had to conceal a few things, but for the most part, he wasn't as cold-hearted as some of the people in the house and some of the you know episodes and seasons that I've seen. Um, however, these last few episodes really threw me for a loop. It, it, it shocked me to see him do what I would consider um, a complete 180 and not play the game with the same sort of uh, honesty that I wanted to see throughout the entire season. He played Kylan for a fool, and <laughs> I think that it was it was it was wrong of him to do that. So for that reason, um, and you know, I, I I just I have a difficult time, um, I have a difficult time relating to or or giving praise, even even if it's in a game like this, giving praise to um, people who uh, are, are manipulators, don't stick to their word, and, and and just play the game, or or just are very cold hearted, and to see that, um, I just can't get with it, man. And that's where you may have lost some people listening to this podcast because they're like, how do you expect someone to, you know, have strong morals or whatever in the game of Big Brother? 
Um, the, another interesting thing is that I have been a fan of Tiffany. I have said and will still hold to if I were in the house, I would not have been trying to align with her in the sense of trying to be her number one like Claire because we see what happened to Claire. However, I have wanted Tiffany to win this game from the very beginning and I've been a huge fan of hers, but Isaiah was not a fan of hers because he felt like she was so manipulative and I'm like, no, she's just strategic and she's playing the game but upon her eviction Isaiah found a newfound respect for Tiffany it's like oh, okay like I see her I don't he said he doesn't think that that is her character which we knew our girl Tiff was just playing the game she is a BB super fan and she just knew what she was doing but my question to you is why then was it okay for Tiffany to play a game where she had to break commitments or you know stab people in the front or in the back um, but it's not okay for Xavier to do that well, here's the thing. I think it's probably the way that it played out. So Tiffany came into the house and that was her intention to play the game the way that she played the game. Very cold hearted and very strategic. I'm just don't I'm call a, our girl cold hearted. Listen, sorry, Tiff. I'm going to keep it real. This is what I saw. OK, so do not get the show canceled, babe. They're so, about to cancel this. So so um, she she came into the house with that intention. And, you know, I had a difficult time rooting for Tiff because of that. Um, it, it, it did cause a few uh, intense conversations. <laughs> <laughs> um, and during her exit interview, I got a chance to really peek into her heart and into her mind. And I understood, OK, that's just that's not her character. That's not who she is as a person. She's just what she wanted to do in order to win seven hundred fifty thousand um, dollars over the over these three months. And for that, you know, I. I respected her as a person at that point. Now, Xavier, on the other hand, he came into the house very differently from what I saw and what I perceived. He came into the house, like I said, uh, with some sort of integrity and, and, and you know, being as honest as he possibly could. Now, for him to do a complete 180, I am now looking at him from the outside um, and I'm, I'm hurt. I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm feeling disappointed. I'm very disappointed in him. I, I wanted to see him play the entire game the way he started, um, and he didn't. But what would you say if Xavier had, um, you know, protected Kylan in the way Kylan protected him, and then he made it to the end, and it was them in the final two, and Xavier didn't win? I would say he's a man of his word, though, and I have to respect him. As a man to another man, I would have to say I respect him for keeping his word as a man. And... Um, yeah, he didn't win, but maybe that just means that he didn't deserve to win. And Dang. he, I'm not trying to be, you know, cold <laughs> about it, but maybe he just didn't deserve to win if he didn't win. And at least he would have got 50 grand. I think that I actually think second place has to be more than 50 grand this year because America's favorite player, which by the way, vote for Tiffany, text Tiffany to 97979. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, if America's favorite player is getting 50,000, then, you know, obviously second place would probably get something a little cuter. Um, so I hear you. That's, I mean, those are, that's, that's a good thought. So now that, now that it's just Big D, Aza, and X in the house, who do you want to see win? I no longer want to see X win. Dang. Um, but at the same time, I don't think Aza nor Big D deserve to win. So I'm probably just, you know, I'm, for, for the most part, I'm just watching it for entertainment at this point. <laughs> Okay, at least we're on, 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 on the same page with not wanting to see X win. Thanks, babe, for joining this podcast. It was great having you.
Deuces. <laughs> but speaking of X and Aza not deserving to win, can we talk about how? Um, sorry, not X. Big D and Aza not deserving to win. Can we talk about how Big D had the audacity to fix his lips and say that he carried Aza and then tried to get funny and cute talking about, well, if carried bothers her, that he backpacked her, suitcased her, grocery bagged her through the game. <laughs> not you laughing. Sir, you have done no such thing. You have done no such thing. Now, has Aza spent the entire um, summer in the bed and reading her Bible? Yes, she has. However, comma, does that mean that Big D carried her by no means, sir. But he's not even carrying his own weight. Aza, at least, although later in the game, Aza at least won an HOH. But the only power that Big D has ever had, the only decision, significant decision that he's ever had to make, um, that he's ever had to make, was one that was given to him, a power that was given to him and a decision that was essentially forced upon him that didn't even originate from his own brain and and neural synapses. So for him to act like he's carried Aza because he's dealt with her emotional baggage, which now that is true, Aza was quite emotional and I've said that on this podcast that I think she was way too emotional playing this game and way too concerned about other people, you know, being sent home or going up on the block. That doesn't mean that he carried her. That means that he supported her emotionally during the times when she was emotional, and that is that. And as far as him volunteering to go up on the block when it would have potentially been her or Brittany, she she would have still been in the game. She wasn't going anywhere. That's why he felt so comfortable to volunteer himself for the block. So to say that he's carried her to me is a huge insult, and I'm really starting to think that Big D has issues with delusions of grandeur i mean it makes no sense for him to seriously think that he's significantly done anything for her in this game that's just to me completely ridiculous um moving on to the jury house so i was so happy to see tiffany's face on my screen in the jury house um to see her go in and you know get to tell her side of the cookout and to be able to be given her due credit for being the mastermind of the master plan and um someone was like responsible for the duos too like responsible for it all and it being well executed now to anyone listening who would dare fix their lips to say that she copied the brigade? Stop what you're doing now. Stop, drop, and roll on out into the street. Because, sorry, that was really mean. I feel bad for saying that. I take that back. But seriously, knock it off. The brigade by no means had a solid plan to for everyone to have these duos and to go and work with the duo so that they can have the the loyalty and the numbers from the duo in fact Hayden and Enzo were trying to get rid of Brittany and Regan because they didn't like that the other brigade members had an outside plus one so they weren't strategically using these outside plus ones to try to control the votes of the house that's not what they did and to try to paint it like tiffany's just copying the brigade strategy is 
it's it's just grossly discrediting and trying to minimize what she was able to do now is it possible that she thought hey that's actually great for everyone to have a plus one and they can utilize it from watching that season it's possible but to say that she took the idea from the brigade is to credit the brigade for tiffany's strategy and master plan and it is by no means true anyway now i'm gonna get off that soapbox and let that be that but Seriously, if y'all are saying that, knock it off. So it was great to see Tiffany um, in the jury house and being able to um, just share her side of it. The jury house is so funny to me. Claire, through Major Shade, watching that video of Kylan, um, when she said she didn't find comp winning that impressive. I mean, we know watching the game of Big Brother, winning comps is one part of the game. But what Claire said, it had me rolling when she said, I don't find winning comps that impressive if you're making moves that aren't that was just hilarious to me kylan has not made any really strong um moves for any of his hohs um so you know i think that that's a fair statement can kylan win a competition yes is he a strategic mastermind no and could we argue that um the more impressive players of big brother are those who are very strategic most definitely so i i just enjoyed that comment um sarah beth also <laughs> kept it real when she said that aza fumbled the ball and that she's quote unimpressive i was like ouch that hurt but it's true um you know i don't i think that we're all as fans very happy um, to see how this season has progressed with a cookout and the first alliance formed week one, a six-person alliance to make it to the final six. Very, very impressive. But um, are we all underwhelmed with <laughs> the final three? Yes. I mean, Xavier, you know, no comment on uh, just some of his, just him as a person and some of the things that he says. Um, and Big D and Aza in the game, again, there, there's not much to be impressed by. Um, so I think Sarah Beth was on point with that comment. It was just hilarious to me. Um, and she did mention that she felt Kylan, Sarah Beth mentioned that she felt Kylan unnecessarily manipulated and toyed with her. Um, that's kind of sad to hear, but it sounds like, you know, Kylan wouldn't have had any votes had he made it to the final two anyway, so I guess it's not too bad that he got <laughs> evicted. I mean, he could have got that second place prize, but, you know, he, he it doesn't sound like he was really going to get um, first place. Um, Kylan, so going back really quick, wrap, wrapping up the episode, Kylan, um, his eviction was interesting. He said that he wanted to play an honest game. That kind of threw me regarding how he wanted to play with Xavier, or no, regarding him not um, giving Big D the reassurance that he was seeking. That kind of threw me because he blatantly lied to Tiffany and Hannah. So I, find, I found it really convenient that he said he wanted to be honest with Big D, but didn't have a problem not being honest with Tiffany and Hannah. Julie asked Kylan if he wishes that he would have lied, and he said no. Um, so I think he, you know, he doesn't regret the game that he played and his loyalties to Xavier. Um, and so, you know, he... He was evicted. It just wasn't a smart move. He did try to put in his bid, it sounds like, for, you know, a return season or coming back. 
I don't think that Kylan is is coming back, and I'm certain that we don't want to see him come back. Um, Kylan, if you're listening to this, you know, I hope that you don't try to find a manager to report this to. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just keeping it real. We would love to see Tiffany back, though. Um, but, yes, we're excited. I'm excited to see how this season finishes up. I think it's clear that Xavier is the most likely winner. However, I would really love to just see Aza win, and I'd love to see Aza and Big D in the final two just so I can get a good little giggle in um, as the season wraps up. But if you've listened to this entire episode and stuck around for this long, thank you so much. Please check back in for the next podcast episode. And until next time.